And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I'm doing so with my toes in the sand. I got a drink in my hand, and oh, you're thinking about a Van Halen song, aren't you? Well, that's that's not where I'm going. What I'm what I'm talking about, or what I should be bragging about, is I'm actually hanging out on the beaches of Hawaii today. Now, you cannot hear the surf in the background because I have found an isolated place to do my radio show, and ironically. There's stuff I want to share with you all the way from the land of the beautiful white sands. I have been living a lifestyle. I've been enjoying myself on God's creation. I have been having a wonderful time with my family in a little place called Hawaii. And I'll tell you what, it is gorgeous here. It's a little warm. I'll tell you that it's a little bit warm. But other than that, it's great. I have been able to go into the ocean every day. I've been able to scuba dive. I've been able to snorkel. We actually went snuba-ing. Do you know what snuba-ing is? I don't even know if I said that right. So we went to do a thing called snuba. That's, there, that's a lot easier to say. So my wife likes to snuba. So what is snuba? Snuba is kind of like scuba without the tanks. Yeah. And what they do is they, they give you a, a breather that you put in your mouth, and that breather is connected to a very long hose. It's about, I don't know, 30, 40-foot hose or whatever. And they allow you to go in the water, and you're allowed to swim around in the water, under the water, while breathing from this breather that's attached to this hose. Now, this hose goes all the way up to the surface, and on the surface, they basically have a an oxygen maker or a generator or whatever they call it. But it, what it does is it produces nice, clean oxygen at the rate you would get uh, if you were in scuba gear, which would be a 21% oxygen mixture. So you're able to go down there and you're able to scuba for a, however long you want to stay down there. And the neat thing is now all you scuba divers out there, you know this. The neat thing about it is she, she really can't go down that deep because she doesn't like the pressure against her ears. She may makes it down to maybe 10, 15 feet. She can pop her ears once and she's, she's done beyond that. So she's not really dealing with any, any type of atmospheric pressure. So as a result of that, she can stay down there for a long period of time without having any negative effects on her body. Now, my wife is scared to death to scuba dive. And if she heard me telling you this, she, she'd probably like smack me around the head in the ears. But yeah, she's afraid. She's terrified of scuba diving, but she's willing to go and do something called snuba because she feels that if something goes wrong, it's not that far to get to the surface and she won't have the bends if she does surface really quickly. So we did this little thing called snuba. It was a really, really neat experience. My wife got to experience the coral. She got to experience all the beautiful different types of fishes around the Hawaiian Islands. And man, it, it, just, it just makes her happy. Now me, I like to go down into the blue. I like to get down 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, however many feet I need to go down in order to experience the underwater aquaculture that's down there. And I'll tell you, there is some beautiful aquaculture in the Hawaiian Islands. Now, what I want to talk about today, and the reason I want to do this show today, is I want to share with you the concept that you can be invested and you can be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. 
Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious as a heart attack, as a matter of fact. The, the point I want to make is that I'm invested in a lot of property. I currently have, what was my unit count? 754 units and a single family house that I do not live in. Yeah, now that single family house, it's actually an escrow right now. Yeah, we, didn't, we made the decision before we came out to Hawaii that we were going to sell the property. So we met with my realtor and she, she did all the things that needed to be done. She put that property on the market and... Well, she got it sold. She got it sold last week. Now, I didn't, I didn't bring it up on the radio show, mainly because I was talking about other things that I thought were more important to you. But that, that property did sell, and that property is going to go through the escrow process. Now, do I have to stop my vacation here in Hawaii to go back to Texas to deal with all that? No, not even close. Not even close. Why? Because I have somebody on my team taking care of me. I have somebody on my team that is very well qualified, who has a fiduciary obligation to me, and she's taking care of all the day-to-day stuff that needs to be taken care of. Now, if I need to sign something, it's, it's as simple as she can just fax it to me. There's all this, this software that I have on my tablet that allows me to electronically sign my documents, and, and I can send them right back. It's real easy. It's super easy, and I can do it from the beach with my toes in the sand and a drink in my hand. It's really, really cool. So you're probably wondering, okay, how is it I can get into a soundproof environment with my toes in the sand? I came to the soundproof environment. I brought a bucket of sand with me. Yeah, I did. I laid down a beach towel right here, right here in front of me. I poured the sand on it, and I got my toes in the sand, and it feels really, really good. Yeah, because I would do that for you. Okay, I'm doing it for me. Let's cut to the chase. I came to Hawaii. My goal is to keep my toes in the sand for as long as I can because I'm only here for two weeks. Game plan was this. Hey, we're doing a family thing. We're going to Hawaii for two weeks. We haven't done it for like the, in 10 years, and we're just going to get it done. I've got the whole family together. I told the kids, here's the deal. I'll provide you a plane ticket. I'll provide you transportation to a place to stay. I'll provide you that place to stay. If you're around, you can eat with us. If you're not, you're on your own. Have fun in Hawaii. You know what? Haven't seen much of them. Haven't seen much of them. You know what they're doing? They're living their little version of the lifestyle. Yeah, you know what they've been doing? They've been island hopping. And my daughter's like really big into hiking. So, I mean, you want to talk about hiking in some of the coolest places where you just, you know, you go like two miles down a trail and all of a sudden you, you see the most majestic waterfall ever. Or you find, you find a spot where there's multiple waterfalls and they're all actually diving cliffs. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff she's finding. Not to mention the flora, the fauna. I mean, she's just she's just in love with the place. I'm getting my phone gets blown up by all the pictures that she's taking. Yeah. And I and and I finally learned how to use Instagram. Yeah, I did. I had to because she was blowing up my phone. She said, Dad, there's an easier way. I go, what's that? She goes, little thing called Instagram. I go, I don't know how to Instagram. She goes, let me show you. And so she showed me and it's not that hard. Okay, it's not that hard. Okay, but getting getting back to why we're here. We're here in Hawaii because we can be in Hawaii. I'm doing my radio show from Hawaii because I can do my radio show from Hawaii because I can find a place that can accommodate me for the hour that I'm going to spend with you. I've got my little trusty Comrex device right by my side. This thing travels with me. It's the size. It's the size of a, how would I describe this thing? Do you guys remember the old brick phones? Remember those things when cell phones first came out? I know some of you are too young to remember those things, but it's, it's about that size. So it's, it's fairly compact. It fits in my suitcase. It weighs like two pounds and it's got like a cellular modem on it. And then I just, pack up my microphone gear and it just occupies a little piece of my luggage and that's it. 
That's it. I'm able to talk to you from anywhere in the world as long as I get a cell phone connection or an ISDN line. Yeah, those are the two things that I need. If I can't get either of those, oh, well, you you probably going to listen to Andy or Mike. Yeah, it's just the way it is. All right. So let me, let me get back to what I was telling you about this, this property that uh, we're selling that's in escrow and how much work I've put into uh, getting this property sold. I pretty much have explained to you more. I spent more time explaining to you the process than actually going through the process. Does that make sense? Yeah. The bottom line is this. I gave my resident Notice I gave her 90 days to move out. I wanted to give her adequate time to find another place to live. She finally did find another place to live. She moved out of the place. Um, I had my, my daughter go over and do the, uh, the move out inspection uh, because my, my daughter is, is very meticulous. And, you know, to be honest with you, she is a kind of a disinterested third party. She's not really completely disinterested, but she's not completely interested in the asset itself and she's learning the real estate business so she doesn't have a problem going over and doing it she did the walk out through inspection uh with the move out inspection with the 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 resident and and everything was fine everything's fine we're gonna we're gonna send the we actually we already did before we left we sent the resident back her entire deposit because the only thing wrong with the property was just would be normal wear and tear i mean she lived in the property for four years so you got to expect a little bit of wear and tear but ultimately the property was clean it was in good shape everything worked everything was in in good working order um she she changed the filters on the air conditioning system every month uh she took care of the yard it's the the place looks really nice it shows really well all we had to do to get it ready was i had to have one of my contractors go over and do some some touch-up painting and some things like that just just to make it presentable and then my realtor took over from there she she had the home staged she took photos of it she got the thing blasted out across the universe put it on the multiple listing service Next thing we know, we've got, you know, four or five offers on, on the property and we selected the best offer and we took it. We took it and we told those people, congratulations, you bought yourself a new home and we're going through the escrow process right now. Now, this property won't close until after we leave Hawaii, so we don't have to worry with anything about anything, you know, with having uh, distant signing. You know what distant signing is? You ever heard of that? So what it is, it's, uh, oh, that's what I call it. It's probably not what it's called, but basically what you have is you have, you have an entity that will come out and do a notary service to you and, and they come to you. Yeah. You don't have to go to them. Like you would go to a title company. Like I usually prefer to go to the title company. No, they, they have a notary that comes out to you. They have all your documentation there. You can read through it. You can do just like you do in the title company. You sign everything. They double check everything. They, they confirm it's your signature. They notarize your signature right on the spot. And then when everything's done, they just mail everything back to the title company. You, you don't really have to go anywhere. You're just out maybe 15, 20 minutes to go through the process. Unless of course you want to read all the documents, in which case you'll be there a lot longer. Yeah, you will be there a lot longer. A lot of documents. Uh, even on the selling side, there's there's still documents you got to review. You got to make sure that everything is correct because people can make errors. Usually when I find errors, it's it's something minor, it's something that somebody overlooked or something that somebody didn't know about. We can remedy that real quick because I just point out the error. I say, "Oh, that's not right. That needs to be corrected and here's why." They make the corrections and everything is good to go. Um, but we didn't have we don't have any of those worries right now because we're not even that far along in the process. We're, we're waiting for the buyer to complete the lending process. And beyond that, there's nothing else I can do but, you know, go out and body surf or go out and do a little bit of fishing. Yeah, but well, you, you know I don't call fishing fishing, right? I call it catching. 
And that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Oh, let me, let me just tell you where we're staying. So we're, we have a two bedroom house right on the water on our private beachhead. Uh, we're on the leeward side of, of Oahu. And, you know, I get up every morning, I walk 15 feet and I'm at the water's edge. I am at the water's edge and I've got, I've got my little beach chair there right at the, the, the sand's edge so that I can just get up in the morning, walk down there, sit down and put my toes in the sand and I'll have a drink in my hand. Now in the morning, it's going to be coffee. Let's, let's be very clear about that. It's going to be coffee in the morning and, and I really don't drink. So it's, if I do have a drink in my hand, it's, it might be a diet Coke. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying it might be a beer. could be a beer every once in a while. Odd occasion, maybe maybe a stronger drink. But for the reality of the, my existence, I don't need that stuff to make me happy because I'm happy right now. When we come back from the break, I'm going to share with you two deals that were sent to me while I've been in Hawaii. Interesting. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Right now, we're coming upon a great opportunity. It's that time in which you're going to find that the marketplace is changing and it is shifting to a buyer's market away from a seller's market. Number one, the brokers don't want you to know that. They're going to do everything they can do to keep you from believing the truth. Number two, the sellers don't want to believe it although in the back of their minds, they know it. Now that doesn't mean everybody will crater for you, but some people are gonna be in those situations where they have to negotiate for deals and you've gotta be there. Now, if you're not there, you won't get one. Join us for the free online workshop and we'll show you how to be in the right place at the right time in any market cycle. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I'm just sitting on my butt. Yep, sitting on my butt, got my toes in the sand, got a drink in my hand. It's coffee. I'm telling you it's coffee, but it, it is coffee. It really is coffee. I'm serious about that. And the point I want to make is that I'm living my version of my lifestyle. And this version of my lifestyle is, well, it's a little better than some of my former versions of my lifestyle when I was in the United States Army for 27 years or when I was sitting in cubicle hell for three years after that or the 10 months that I went through a just a, a, a genocide of my finances um, when I tried to retire the first time and I couldn't do it. And that's why I wound up in cubicle hell. I changed all that and I used the information that Lifestyles Unlimited provided me to get it done. They taught me how to invest correctly in real estate. Now, I, I thought that I knew how to do it correctly. I did. I really did. And I owned real estate prior to becoming a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. But I was doing it all wrong. I didn't know I was doing it wrong. I was following the guidance of people that were giving me the guidance. And, you know, I figured, well, they know what they're doing. They're advising me. I think I know what I'm doing. And here's what I found out. When you own property, one of the most important things you need to address is whether or not that property provides cash flow for you or not. It, it must cash flow. This is one of, one of the three rules that Dell Wamsley teaches us. Any asset that you buy must cash flow. 
And the problem that I had was the real estate that I owned. Well, it cash flowed, but it was negative cash flow. What does negative cash flow mean? It means there wasn't enough money coming into the accounts from the rent to cover the expenses of ownership. So every month I paid a little bit of my salary into those accounts, so to speak, to make them break even. I was running something called negative cash flow. When Lifestyles Unlimited educated me on that concept, and then they, they told me that the, the type of debt that I had on the property was improper for the, the type of assets that I had, that the interest rate was too high, I should refinance it and get the interest rates down, I listened, and I restructured the debt on those properties. By restructuring the debt on those properties, it did reduce my, my expenses, if you will, of ownership in that property. And what happened was the ownership that I had of those assets flourished. It flourished because all of a sudden now I went from something called negative cash flow to positive cash flow. These assets for the first time in many, many years were paying me money. Something I, this, that was new to me. It was totally new to me. Let me, let me just, let me just tell you how it worked out. We, we were paying, on average, about $1,000 a month out, out of our pocketbook into the property accounts in order to make all the expenses flush. Does that make sense? We did that month in, month out, month in, month out. Why do we do that? Because we were told that that's, that's savvy investing. But you have to also understand that I lived on the West Coast of the United States of America, and that's kind of an investing concept out there. And it has to do with the fact that there's a huge imbalance between property values and rental values. Yeah. On the same asset. When you get to a place like Texas, or you get to a place like Arizona, or you get to a place like Tennessee or Georgia, or many, many parts of this country, you find that there's more of a balance between those two factors. And when you start investing in those types of assets, they start producing better returns for you, much better returns. Now, these assets that I own, they, they're actually in a, a, a decent part of the country where I should have been getting positive cash flow. But because I had been advised to invest a certain way, I wasn't getting positive cash flow. And I thought that taking all the expenses and taking all the depreciation was all that I could really benefit from, from those assets. Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. I was, I was completely wrong. So I, I went from a negative thousand dollars a month to a positive thousand dollars a month. Yeah. That's a $2,000 swing. And then after we re restructured these assets and got them operating correctly, because now we knew how to operate properties correctly, we realized that the rates of return that we were getting on those assets were diminished because we had so much equity in those assets and we needed to tap into that equity. But the problem was because we had so much equity in those, those assets and we'd owned them for such a long period of time, what we needed to do was we needed to do something called 1031 exchange. So we did for every duplex that we owned, we sold it and we used a 1031 exchange. And that's a legal process where you defer the taxes due. And as long as you buy a follow on property and you do it in accordance with 1031 exchange law, it works out great. So we traded in each duplex for a single family house in the San Antonio market. That was a good choice on our behalf. Because what happened in the San Antonio market was we got into a period where it was a pure seller's market. Prices just went through the roof. And we wound up selling two of those three assets that 
we did the 1031 exchanges on. Now, the, the one that we have left, the very last one that we have left is the one that we're selling right now. The reason we're selling that asset is because we have well over $100,000 of equity sitting in the property. So the return on equity is, is not favorable. And now think about this. Think about this. If you had $100,000 in your hand right now, and I told you that you could buy three, possibly four single family houses with that $100,000, would you do it? Now, some of you would go, uh, no, because I don't know how to, and you'd be very wise. Some of you would go, yes, I would do it, but you got to teach me how, and you would be very wise too. Um, but the, the, the ultimate thing is we had $100,000 sitting in one house that wasn't returning that much return on our investment. Does that make sense? So it makes sense for us to divest ourselves of that asset and then buy three, possibly four assets to replace it. Now, if we were going to buy single family, that's exactly what we would do. What we're going to do is we're going to buy multifamily assets with it. We are finally converting our very last single family asset into a multifamily investment. Yeah. So what we'll probably do is we'll probably find something. Well, we're not really sure yet. Here's what I've been noticing since I've been on vacation. There's a lot of properties that are available for sale that will give you the opportunity to take your money, invest it in, and then double your money or better, double your money or better in a one-year time period. And, and actually, you have to wait the one-year time period to get the full benefit of the doubling effect, but the doubling effect essentially happens the day that you buy the asset. What am I talking about? I'm talking about this thing called equity capture. This is, this is another thing that I was taught by Lifestyles Unlimited, that when you buy an asset correctly, what you do is you buy at pure wholesale pricing, and then you fix the asset up at pure wholesale pricing, and your all-in cost, everything that you're into the property for to include whatever leverage you put on the property, leverage is just a fancy word for, for your loan, Whatever leverage you put on that property, you are still at wholesale pricing, yet that asset commands a retail number in the marketplace. The difference between that retail number and that wholesale number is equity that you capture in the deal. Now, as an example, one of the Lifestyles Realty team members sent me two properties, and I was, I was kind of going, going back and forth on both of these properties because they, they both have the potential to at least double my money at the time I buy it. Now with property A, after you do all of the rehab, your all-in cost on property A works out to be about $167,500. So you're going to capture $32,500 worth of equity. On property B, you're going to capture $48,000 worth of equity. For property A, your return on capital gains, in other words, based on putting $22,500 into the deal, you're going to get 144% return on the capital gain. For property B, you're going to put a little more money in. Remember, $3,000 more is going in, so it's going to be $25,500 out of your pocket. But you're going to get a 188.25% return on capital gain, which is the better investment. So far, property B. Even though it's going to cost you a little bit more money, you're going to capture even more equity. Let's talk about the cash flow. Cash flow wise, you're going to do better on property A. You are. 
because property A in the area it's, it's in, based on what the rent values are for that area, it's going to return about $361 per month. Annualize, that's about a $4,332. It's not about, that's exactly what it is, $4,332 per year in income that you're going to bring in. Property B, it's only going to bring in $211. It's kind of at the lower end of my threshold, but it's still going to bring in $200, well, $211 per month. That's going to work out to be $2,532 in annual income. Now, when, when you look at the cash on cash return, you're getting a 19.25% return on the cash on cash on property A. For property B, you're only getting 9.93%. Still probably better than what you're getting in the stock market. Yeah. And the suspendable cash. Oh, and by the way, you're going to get all kinds of depreciation write-offs. Property B gives you the better depreciation write-off because there's actually more depreciation taken on the asset than, than there is income to protect. And as a result of that, you're going to have still an additional $5,000 worth of depreciation that you can use on other income-producing properties or against other forms of income according to what the IRS allows you to do, which is the better deal now, right? But what we need to do is we need to take a look at the long-term future values. What are these properties poised to return us over a period of, say, five years? Hold it for five years. Well, what I do is I take a look at all of the different ways we make money in real estate, and I calculate all those different rates of return. So our biggest concern is one property gives us a better rate of return on the cash flow, right? The other property gives us a better rate of return on the equity capture, which is the better investment? Well, if you're cash flow driven, maybe the cash flow property is the better one for you. If you're equity driven, then the other property is better for you. Does that make sense? But what about the roll up? What about if we roll all of these returns on investment up? Which one gives us the better blended rate of return? Well, property A. At the five-year mark, let's say you decide to sell the property after five years of ownership, you sell that property, you're going to get about a 234% return on investment. So in other words, that original $22,500 that you put into the deal, it will have returned an adjusted capital gains of $75,000 to you. Yeah, you just tripled your money. That's what I'm telling you. You tripled, you more than tripled your money. Now, property B, however... That's going to return about 290% return on investment. It's going to take that $22,500 that you put into that property and across all the different ways we make money in real estate, it's going to result in just shy of $100,000. I would say that you almost quadrupled your money with property B. I think property B is the way to go. And this is the reason I decided to get up off my butt get off my, my little sand chair, walk into this little room with my little bucket of sand and my towel so I could still get my sand experience on my toe. By the way, it still feels really good squishing through my toes. Yeah, I'm squishing my toes right now, and I love it. My, my coffee's gone, but the toes are still working. It's these types of investment opportunities that made me get up off my butt and share with you that real estate is still ongoing and dynamic, and it is still waiting for you to take advantage of it. And it is still waiting to change your life 
on your behalf. The five different ways we make money in real estate still hold fast. There is the cash flow. There's the equity capture. There's the natural appreciation. There's the principal pay down. There's the fact that we take depreciation on our assets because the IRS tells us we have to, which offsets the tax liability of the cash flow. And then there's all the blended returns that we get on the back end. And I'll tell you what, It's these types of rates of return that are changing my life and allowing me to live my lifestyle. If you want to do what I'm doing, well, you'll have to book a flight to Hawaii. But otherwise, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.